Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today our topic is kernel vitreousness, and our guest is Bill Mahana, who's Nutritional Sciences Coordinator for Pioneer. Bill, vitreousness is, well, it's a big word, and it's a word that we're hearing a lot more and more. How is this related to uh, test weight or bushel weight? Yeah, vitreousness can really, probably we should all call it just the harder starch. I think of it as, as the vitreous versus the flowery endosperm, you know, in, in a way that people might say, you know, hard versus soft starch or heavy kernels or high test weight kernels versus lighter kernels. That, that's really uh, what we mean by this vitreousness. And if you look at the ranges that we see in commercial germplasms out there, uh, there's been some fairly extensive work on that, somewhere between the mid-30s to maybe the mid-60s is the percentage of the, the vitreousness uh, or the harder starch that we see in commercial germplasm in North America, as opposed to, say, some European hybrids that have more of a flinty or a hard, more of an uh, Indian corn kind of a, a starch to it, um, you'll find a lot higher levels of vitreousness in, in European hybrids. Well, what is the university research that you've seen say about the effect of kernel vitreousness on on starch digestibility? Yeah, the university research um, is interesting, and one needs to to look at it carefully because if you look at some of the data, they will be comparing and doing feeding trials. Um, I'm looking at one here that was conducted um, where they fed two hybrids. One had 67% uh, of the vitreous hard starch, and the other one had 3%. And so the uh, researcher made some conclusions about vitreousness and how to manipulate that. But I think the uh, the 3% vitreousness is just a uh, something we don't see uh, in the real world. And so you hate to make too many uh, extrapolations to the, that end of the spectrum. If you look more in the middle range, I, I think about what is the common flowery versus hard starch that we see. The researchers really pretty much believe that there's that there's not a big difference in terms of selecting hybrids for an, an amount of hard or soft starch if you're going to ferment it. So that takes high moisture corn, corn silage, or, or even steam flaking. Uh, there's real no benefit to selecting, um, say, a softer endosperm hybrid. However, if you are going to feed whole or dry rolled corn, something that has not been fermented, um, very fine grinding of grain with more of a flowery endosperm or soft endosperm that have relatively large kernels so that we don't have as much pericarp in relationship to the starch. That probably has an advantage, but some folks will take and, you know, look at some data on dry rolled corn and try to extrapolate that over into high moisture or corn silage, and you just can't do that. There's a a very strong hybrid by by form uh, interaction uh, for starch digestibility. So you need to be a little bit uh, careful at how we look at all this data. Now, these different types of starches, are they digested in, in different ways or different parts of the digestive tracts of the animal? Yes, they are. And um, if you look at these, the hard or vitreous endosperm um, that we find typically in, in higher test weight grain, um, that'll have a little bit lower rumen digestion and more of it's going to flow into the intestine, so it'll have a, a little bit higher intestinal digestion. There's more of it flowing there. If you look at hybrids that have more of a flowery endosperm, that's going to be more ruminally available, and because more of it's digested there, what flows down to the uh, intestines will have uh, generally a lower intestinal digestion. The interesting thing is that we, we want to look at the rumen uh, because that's where we have acidosis issues, 
But if you look at the total tract, if you add the rumen and the intestines together, total tract digestion is about the same for both types of starches. But again, there is this a little bit of a difference in terms of the site uh, between the, the two types of starches, especially when it's fed as dry rolled grain. That's Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Coordinator Bill Mahana. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.